Right, welcome back everybody to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. Thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. The purpose of this podcast is just for us all to all learn a little bit about a whole bunch of new topics. The idea being that if we could just learn enough about something to hold a conversation, we might be able to do so with anyone about just about anything. Definitely. And this could be a super useful skill to learn and you can use it in all different parts of your life, in all different scenarios that you might come across. If that's talking with your boss at work, talking with mates at the pub, or with somebody who you've just met trying to strike up a conversation. During our podcast, we'll cover a wide range of topics and we'll introduce you to hopefully some new ideas, books or concepts that we think will be really useful for you to learn. Yep, um, it's really important that we say this every week. We are not experts in any of the subjects we cover. We give each other a week to research the topic and then we've done all the hard work and just share with you what we think some of the most useful information might be. We just really hope that people out there, if they can just learn a little bit more about these topics that we're covering, then they'll be in a better place to be able to have conversations and feel more confident talking about them. Yeah, sounds good. I think we should get to sharing some knowledge, Ollie, shall we? That sounds good to me. This week, we will be discussing nanotechnology. So then, Liam, this week is nanotechnology. Hopefully people know by now. (laughs) What we do at the start of Eat Pod is we just say a little bit about what we thought we knew already. So what was it that you thought you knew before our week of research? Um, Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So we choose these topics like between us, don't we? And I've got no idea why I suggested this. I think I must have heard it. It's in a bunch of like sci-fi films and stuff as like a way of explaining away stuff. Yes. So it's like, oh, I can do that because of nanotechnology or nanorobots or something like (laughs) that. That's about it. In Iron Man. Yeah, I think I'd read, I haven't seen it. I think I'd read that that's what they said in there as well somewhere. But is it like, this is what I thought, maybe it's really small robots, nanotechnology, nanorobotics, tiny robots, and that's about it. Yep. I knew next to nothing about it, I'd probably say. So probably similar to yourself. I thought it was the science of like tiny things. And you hear, like you say, in in films and stuff, it's going to change the world. But yeah, I had no idea really to be able to have a conversation with anybody about it. But I think that's quite important to say. That's the point of this pod, isn't it? Like we said ages ago when we were doing it if the only thing we learn is to learn a tiny bit about something that you might be able to have a conversation for a couple of minutes i think that's exactly what we've done this week or or in a minute you know or 20 minutes hopefully completely and i i think what you and i quickly discovered as well is that this can be a super complicated topic because what it is that the scientists are doing with this is absolutely mind-boggling so what we're going to do is make sure that we we keep this at a level where you learn more about it and you can have a conversation with people. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and we said, didn't we, it, you know, if any of you know any scientists or something who listens or you want to send them this and then they want to come on and maybe try and explain this to us at a level that we understand, then by all means, we'll do that in the future at some point. So just share some knowledge with somebody else. Let them know. Right. So come on, then. let's let's try to start with like, what, what does it mean when we say nanotechnology, nanoscience? Do you yep. want to try and say what we found out that to mean? 
Yeah, so it's it, it's it is the science of working with really really small things, <laughs> and we'll come on to what that means in a moment. But if you imagine it's there's natural size of a, a nanometer and the way that it's measured, and if you think that a human hair is one of the smallest things that the human eyes can easily see, we're talking a hundred thousand times smaller than that. Yeah, so a nanometer, like mathematically, is a billionth of a meter. So, you know, that is super duper minute. Like we're talking on that the scale of like atoms, aren't we here? That's it. For me, Liam, it was having to, to try and get my head around it about scaling it up the other way. So if you were to make a nanoparticle the size of an orange, that would mean that the orange would have to be scaled up and that would then become the size of the earth. That is how big, you know, it would have to go or conversely, how small we are talking. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It's generally regarded that nanotechnology or nanoscience is anything, is working with anything that is between one and 100 nanometers in size. And just remember one nanometer is a billionth of a meter. So this is absolutely minute. Yes. And it all started, Um, there was a guy, wasn't there, called Richard Feynman and... I realized that I'd heard his name probably from Big Bang Theory, yeah. I think, watching on yeah. TV. But um, so there, there was a, a physicist called Richard Feynman who, in 1959, he theorized that you could get to look at things at an atomic level. And he had a paper out there called There's Plenty of Room at the Bottom, which started all of this thought about people thinking that this was a possibility. Yeah, but. But it was exactly that though, wasn't it? It was just a thought. It was just like a prediction, like like guessing the future. He, he said that we might at some point be able to manipulate and control individual atoms and, yes. and molecules, but obviously nobody could do that at the time. Yep. So, And you know, when, when he was theorizing it, it wasn't even called nanotechnology. So it was a decade later that there was another professor called Noro Taniguchi who coined the phrase nanotechnology but they still weren't able to do anything with it, were they? Yeah. So, yeah, this is all sort of, what, what's the word? Like pie in the sky thinking. I don't know if that's yep. the right terminology. It's like they, they think you can do it, but but nobody could do it until sometime in the 80s. Uh, was it was 81, that's I it. think. I think it was 19, early 80s, um, when they, they invented better microscopes, basically, to a point where you could actually see these atoms and these molecules. And at that point, we as humans and scientists, I guess, could then start to work with them because we can actually finally see them. Yes. So that, that for everybody listening, hopefully, you know, it's coming across, that is how small we are talking in terms of what nanotechnology is. And just to, to move on to explain a bit more about it, as Liam's mentioned already, nanotechnology, it's, it's the ability to control individual atoms and everything on earth is made up of atoms. So the food we eat, the clothes we wear, you know, buildings and houses that we live in, everything is made up of atoms. But using nanotechnology and what scientists are doing is they realize that how those atoms are arranged can dramatically affect how something acts, such as making it you know, stronger or weaker, if it's you know, glass or breakable, or if it's able to conduct electricity. So that's yeah, exactly. sort of what it is. 
Yeah, and obviously the thinking then was, well, if we know what makes something strong, if we could rearrange the atoms in something else, we could then make it mimic this, this, yes. I don't know, the word attribute, if you like, um, to make other things stronger. But yeah, yeah, atoms are arranged and it, 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 the way they're arranged makes us, uh, makes them possibly strong or be able to conduct electricity or mean that we can see through it. And if they can mess around with the atoms differently, then we'd be able to, you know, create things with those attributes. Um, a bit like a car, isn't it? Like the atoms of a car. If you think of a car as loads and loads of pieces, the yeah. car is only a car because of the way it is put together. Yes. And that's basically how atoms work. You know, everything's got atoms, but it only becomes a table because it is formed in such a way. But this table is not see-through. But I guess if you could mess around with the atoms in such a way, you might be able to make it see-through. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it, I was reading about how even physics changes when you get down to the nanoscale. So it's saying that when objects get really, really small, they're governed by a, a different set of physics um, okay. and how, how things will act and behave. And that is where you then get into the physics of quantum mechanics. Yeah. So if you've then heard of quantum mechanics and um, then, then that's what you're getting into. That isn't what we're, we're going to be discussing today. Yeah, I, I actually wrote down basically that point. Um, when we I wrote this. When we zoom in and look at materials on an atomic level, so when we can see them this closely, we sometimes find that they behave quite differently and have completely different properties than what they do on a larger scale. So some a quick couple of examples would be um, some things that are solid, when you obviously in your hand, when you go really, really close, they turn into liquid, like yep. gold. Um, substances that are not see-through on a really atomic level actually are see-through or are transparent, like copper and insulators, you know, things that, that don't conduct electricity become conductors like silicon when you zoom really far in. And yep. they've realized that, that they can manipulate these properties of things and create other things. Yeah, it's crazy. So they, they realize that they can like precisely fine-tune the behaviors and just make these small changes. So, you know, if just removing like a handful of atoms or twisting the way that those atoms work, it can completely change the way that a material or a substance reacts and works, which again is, is mind boggling. So just changing a few atoms, you know, just going down to that nano level again, trying to think about how small this really is. Yeah, this is, this is properly properly small <laughs> so I, I wrote down some examples to try and sort of explain this one of them is graphite okay is, so this is like the, the current uses then is it uh yeah 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 like how like how you might what what people do with it so graphite for example is lead in a pencil um you can imagine holding that but if you went really really small the the i, I think it's the atoms that make graphite become something called graphene which is super duper strong. It's 20 times stronger than steel, this graphene. And, if, and so they can make really thin, and when I say thin, I mean one atom thick, right. uh, really thin sheets of graphene, which are super light, super conductive, transparent almost, but practically impermeable. Like you cannot get through them or break them. And they are 200 times stronger than steel. But if, you know, if they couldn't see the graphite at that level, they wouldn't have known that was true. And yes. you know, now they know they can use this. Yeah. And they're, and just, they're exploring all sorts of materials, aren't they? And as you say, trying to mimic them in, 
like natural materials, looking at the way that that things act naturally, trying to mimic those and make you know new materials, synthetic materials. But there's there's all sorts of of usage that's out there. Nanotechnology is used in a lot of areas more so than I ever realised. So you've got it all around. Um, yeah, manufacturing, like you were saying, making things more durable or lightweight. Um, it's been used in renewable energy. Medicine is big on nanotechnology. There's there's all sorts of uses that they're coming up with in the food and food and beverage. They're even using nanotechnology. There's there's so many examples, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like precise precise examples in clothing. If they so they found out if they take nanoparticles of silica, they can make the fabrics repel water because that's i guess that's what they realize so you know they, they take whatever silica is i don't know i don't claim to know this i think it's in those gel things you get in a pair of trainers and they like silica gels to like do not eat yeah don't they take <laughs> i don't know don't don't they take like moisture out of the air or something i don't, yeah, I don't I think know so. anyway so if they take that at a super super like atom atomical level um they take nanoparticles of that stick it in a, the fabrics or, or weave it into fabrics of clothes and the, the clothes repel water I, yeah i was reading about that exact use and one of the early ways that they were were figuring out about how to make things repel water was they were looking at the the lotus flower so it's a, a type of flower where you know, it's got green leaves, like a lot of other, yeah. other flowers. But for some reason, the lotus flower just completely repels water. You'll see if water goes on their big leaves, it just forms a, you know, a big water droplet and it'll just drip off. And so by zooming in, going to that nano level, looking at the, the properties that make up it being water repellent, as you say, taking that technology, rearranging some atoms in clothing and then making clothing um, water repellent as well. There's a pretty cool video I watched, by the way, of, of some clothes treated with this technology of a guy. I don't know what yeah. it is. It looked like oil. They were throwing oil over clothes. Obviously, it was wrecking one set of clothes. And the guy with a shirt on that's all all covered in, in this tech, uh, you know, the, water, the, the oil just comes straight off it. And he's wearing a white shirt that's perfectly clean. <laughs> Did um, you read anything about solar energy or maybe some... Only energy? in the sense that, that they, they're... Um, so... One of the more famous, or, or not more, I don't know if it's famous, there's something called a buckyball, which some scientists actually won a Nobel Prize for discovering. A buckyball is like, it's, they took carbon, which is essentially a lump of coal. Now, I actually mentioned this to some scientists at school, and they said, actually, there's a lot more to it than just carbon in coal, but essentially it's carbon. <laughs> <laughs> and they can come on and, and tell me I'm wrong. Um, but some scientists smashed this, this carbon apart with a laser, and they were like, oh, we can get it smaller and smaller and smaller. So they smashed it up with a laser and realized it created this spherical ball of 60 carbon atoms, like perfectly like a football, okay, um, made of hexagons and pentagons, exactly the same as a football. But these buckyballs, they realized, are super strong. And like they, they reckon that, that it can dent a diamond, which, which you know everybody knows is the strongest thing there is. Yep. Um, but this, these buckyballs being super strong have got loads of applications. As soon as they realized that, they were like, well, well, how can we use this? It's got loads of applications in like armor. They're really good. Um, I wrote this down. They're really good electron acceptors, which means they accept loose electrons from other materials. This feature is useful, for example, in increasing the efficiency of solar cells. Okay. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, so, yeah, um, and it's, it's also good for medical delivery because they don't break down because they're so strong. What they can do is they can put the medicine inside this buckyball. Now, remember, this is like on an atomic level. These are, yes. remember yep. when we said how small this is? Everything we're saying is at this level that is a billionth of a, this is mind-bogglingly small. <laughs> but if they can put the medicine inside them, yes. then this buckyball, this ball of carbon atoms, will protect the medicine and then it, it only gets used when it gets to where it needs to be. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, really, really useful. I like the idea where they're working on now of using nanotechnology to put it inside paint so that you can then have solar energy producing paint. So you could then have, you know, your house painted, you could have your fences painted. Yeah, and they'd all generate electricity. Yeah, generate it because they're using the nanotechnology within it to use the solar energy from the sun hook that up to your house and then power your house. I, I, right. I need someone to explain it though, because it's so small. Like once they've got this little atom or few atoms that they realize will, um, will be really good at solar power, right? Do they then put like thousands of them together? So it becomes like a, like a, like a little square of it or something like, does it become a pan, like a solar panel? Are they like tiny little solar panels? <laughs> yeah. What does it actually look like? How, how does I don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that, that that is the in in all the the research and reading that I did, there was a gap there in that actually explaining. Yeah, are there little like flecks in the paint that we just can't see? Yeah, is... uh, like Intel's core processor. By the way, Intel's core processor is has a ten nanometer chip inside it. Okay. How is that a thing? Like. <laughs> How is it even a thing? Like that's so small. I... So we, yeah, again, just to come back to it, we're talking like smaller than a single blood cell. Like that's you know when it's you a say thousand that. times. I think it's a it's a thousand times smaller than a single blood cell. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, because because basically great. one of the huge things about tech is that all of these things become really good um, conductors of electricity. So they're really useful in actual technology, other than like phones and computers and yes. things like that. And battery um, cells. Yeah, and they can shrink. If they can shrink them all down, they can put more cells into it, like a phone battery or whatever. Your phone will last forever or whatever. What were you telling me? You, you were telling me one about some clothing in South Korea, weren't you? The other I day reckon I, I'm going to save that for my two guys, one topic takeaway. Oh, okay. There's a little You're tease right. for you. Little, yeah, tease them, Ollie, tease them. <laughs> tease them. So, well, you're, you're, one, you're one about medicine and just saying about uses in, in medicine. There's... Um, so many uses and different areas of therapeutics that are being researched at the moment and seeing how how they can help repair parts of the body so and as you were saying either better diagnostics so they can pinpoint disease and know what they're looking at and be able to diagnose people better because their their equipment is better or being able to target like cancer cells for example rather than chemotherapy can be uh, can damage other parts of your body whereas if they that what they're working on is having a um, using nanotechnology to deliver these nanobots to the cells they'll seek out the cancer cells yeah and then they'll just destroy the cancer cells wow rather than you know affecting all the other cells around them so it's yeah it, it is a lot of other uses in medical terms. And when you say nanobot, I mean, do we mean tiny robots? Because that, like, like, you can watch some videos of this, like, and it, it, it's crazy. 
But talking about that, yeah, one of the things they do is they put, they've got fluorescent nanoparticles that they can put into the body, which um, they're attracted to like tumors or illness or cancer. And then they mm. show up when you try and image it so they can see it exactly where it is because it's now just glowing basically. And that's, wow. that's because of this. Um, I, su- I suppose we, we could talk about some of the, the future uses. I don't know, if, or, or maybe just, you know, combine it with some of the existing uses. Some of, one of the future uses around medicine that I was reading about is what they think in time is because of using this nanotechnology, they will be able to provide personalized medicine. So they'll be able to diagnose you with things quicker, maybe just by you blowing on your breath onto something, it will give you all your diagnosis of maybe what is something wrong with you. But what what a few different scientists that I saw were saying is they, they want to be able to put one of these nanobots inside your body and it's effectively patrolling your body, yeah. looking for disease. And okay. what it will do is it will find disease and then kick your immune system into gear to then start fighting that disease. And it's just patrolling your body and just looking for things that it thinks shouldn't be there. That is where they, where they think they're, they're going to get to. This is, yep. so we've become some sort of human robot hybrids, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So obviously this leads to some of the worries, you know, a couple of issues. Cause the problem is this technology is so young because it's, it's since the eighties, it's what, like 30 years old or something. It's like, there's loads that we don't know about it. Like you're saying there, though, there's it, it raises it, it raises like ethical questions and moral questions about you know is this going to keep us alive forever? Yeah, you know if it's just going to keep repairing. If you have a heart attack, cells in your heart die. What they're saying in medicine is they'll send a nanobot in there that won't just make your heart one or two percent better and regenerate these cells. It will make it a hundred percent better. It will be as if you never had a heart attack. And like you say, you know, we'll just go on and on. Yeah. You know, what, where, where does that raise? Like, yeah, because ethical point of view. One worry, this is like the sci-fi worry, if you like, is that yep. we're going to create nanobots that self-regenerate themselves. So they just copy themselves. Yeah. And just repeat until there's your whole body's filled up with them. And one of the, um, uh, one of the examples, I guess, or one of the things that they, is um, I think it's mad cow disease, CJD. It's based on like a, a prion protein, which is in your brain, which just keeps copying itself over and over again. So, you know, one becomes two, becomes four, becomes eight. But until eventually yep. your brain is just, this whole protein is just taken over your brain yeah. and you die from it. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, so it's, what if we if we accidentally create yeah, nano Terminator. If we accidentally terminate a nanobots or AI... <laughs> I don't know exactly. Like they, they don't, they don't know, do they? Because they don't. And a lot of it is there's there's not a lot of um like human trials and stuff. So they don't know what happens when it when when these things they create get into the human body. Yeah. Until they until they do it. So one of the worries is ingestion. Like what happens if we accidentally eat or consume or or something? something well, there's things. so this this is where I was surprised at, and I was reading yeah like the you know science at at a cost that nanotechnology is a bit of a double-edged sword because not knowing where it might lead us, it could be absolutely amazing in some aspects. And then like we're saying, it could be you know, disastrous in others, but it's already used in quite a lot of food and beverage tech. And so, so yeah. they've, you know, there's, there's something called lic- liquid glide, which is where they coat the inside of like ketchup bottles. And so to save you that hassle of trying to like smash the end of the 
the bottle yeah. to get all of the, the ketchup yeah. out. They put a coating on that and it then just means that there's less food waste because all of the food comes out of the packaging where it's expected to. So it's it's intended in you know good purposes. It means there's less food waste, coating the packaging, making making us eat everything that, that comes out of it. But yeah, are we ingesting some of that? Yeah, like um sunscreen. I'd read that sunscreen contains tiny particles okay. that are super effective at blocking UV rays. So because like old sunscreen from like 30 years ago was like putting paint on, but nowadays sunscreen's super light and dead easy. But that's because they've found these atoms and and molecules or particles or whatever um, that are that effectively block the UV radiation. They put it in the sunscreen. The sunscreen then works better. But yes. like you said, it, it, is that going into my skin and bumbling around my body? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, do I want it? And we don't know what the long-term effect is. If this is relatively mm-hmm. new, you know, it, it might not be five or 10 years. It might be 50 or 60 years before something actually happens. Yes. And there's, there's even uses of nanotechnology where it can take properly polluted water and then putting in a substance into it based on nanotechnology can then turn that into drinking water. So again, it is, you know, another really super useful idea behind it. But what does that mean for us in terms of our bodies and what we're doing? Do you know what we need? We need like an EastEnders, dun, 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 at the end of this or something. <laughs> that's not the EastEnders one, that's the other one. <laughs> so amazing. So um, do well, we hit, hit people with our two guys one topic takeaway? Yeah, have we got a, we haven't got a um, jingle for this yet. Maybe we'll end up sorting out some sort of jingle. I've got some kids' instruments on the floor. Maybe I'll just blow a trumpet or something. Right. Do you want to go first? No, no, no. You go. You go ahead. Okay. My two guys, one topic takeaway is this. I got two. I didn't know which one. I, I, I told, I, I'll go with this one. Sneak if, them both in. Sneak them both. All right, quickly then. If everybody on earth was a nanometer in size, everybody on the planet would fit into a single Hot Wheels toy car. <laughs> imagine a toy car is what the size of your hand you get the whole planet in it if we all shrunk down to a nanometer wow and quickly throw the other one in your fingernails grow one nanometer every second nice nice i like <laughs> that so my two guys one topic takeaway this week is that scientists in south korea they've created clothing using nanotechnology that creates electricity just by you moving Okay. So it converts friction of normal movement into electricity, and then that electricity can power small devices. So it could be in time, you just put your mobile phone in your pocket. As you're walking around, your phone will just be charging, and you'll have no need for phone charges anymore. Wow. That's amazing. That's just, so just like to wrap up the week, like it's it's crazy, this this stuff. It's just, it's going to blow up, isn't it? Like, literally, it's going to be everywhere. Yes. It's, it's really young as far as a technology goes, but it's going to likely change everything, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really complicated. I, I've learned a, a chunk about it that I could probably have a chat with somebody about, but, I mean, you you could go into, you know, people spend their, what, their whole lives and degrees and things learning this stuff, so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've said that on another pod before. I'm sure I've said things like this before, but <laughs> I've learned just enough to have a chat about it and I've shared some knowledge and hopefully everybody agrees. Nice. So for me, I now, I now, yeah, have, have a better understanding and would have some idea what people are talking about when talking about nanotechnology. And I realized that it isn't just one science. And so I read how it's a platform. So it's bringing together biology, chemistry, physics, material yeah. science, electronics, medicine, engineering. So 
to do this, you, you need to have multiple disciplines or you need to have a team with multiple yeah, yeah. expertise. Yeah. It isn't just reliant on one type of science. And it seems like only our imagination will hold us back in terms of what the possibilities are. But what does that mean in terms of a future of us? Ooh, very fancy ending, Ollie. I like it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we're going to be back next week with a new topic. We're going to have another week to learn it. And it should be an interesting one. Yeah, very fancy ending that, Ollie. I liked it very, very much. So, special one. We're going to end each series, or as we come towards the end of each series, we're going to do a, a special episode where it's my choice, whatever we talk about, and Ollie has to do whatever it is. And <laughs> the week after that will be the other way around. So, I'm going to just tell Ollie this is the only time when you're going to know what next week's topic is right now, ready for next week. So, you ready, Ollie? Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me with right. it. Next week's topic is Mount Everest. Ah, okay. <laughs> brilliant i'm really pleased that you picked something like that just so you know, do you know why I, i'll tell you why the other night i was just about to start googling about it and i thought actually i, I saw it on the telly or something and I thought, i'm going to google about this i thought no i'm not i'm going to learn about it for a week and then i'm going to know much more so my my worry was you had been telling me when we came up with this idea that you were going to pick something like hubcaps and oh. that we'd have to do a whole episode on hubcaps. We can do an episode on anything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we're going to learn a little bit about something and we're going to share some knowledge. So I'll see you next week for Mount Everest, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the episode on nanotechnology there. Looking forward to speaking to you all next week on Mount Everest. If you want to get in contact with us at any point, hit us up on instagram or twitter at two guys one topic that's at two guys one topic see you next week